want to tell you that was worth the few minutes that we took there, wasn't it, church? Is that okay? That was worth the few minutes. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, praise team. You can be seated tonight. I want to just do a little teaching on water baptism. And if you were here this morning, didn't Pastor Miller do a phenomenal job? <laughs> Did a great job. I, I kind of told him before service, I said, I really don't even know why I'm getting up there tonight to do a teaching on this. If you did not hear this morning's message, you need to go back and you need to watch that. It was powerful and it was anointed. So tonight, for those of you that maybe you weren't here this morning and we are so excited as a church, I think this is the most people we've ever had baptized in one night. 24 people. That is powerful. God is moving and he's saving and he's doing awesome things. And so we are excited about that. I just simply want to give a very simple uh, teaching on water baptism, and then we are going to get right into uh, tonight's, tonight's water baptism. I want to take about five or ten minutes. Is this okay? And just kind of give a little instruction and give a little teaching on it. And simply this, I want to just start by simply saying this, that we <laughs> believe that water baptism is scriptural. This is not some sort of a routine thing that we do. This isn't something that just appeared to be fancy that we pulled out of thin air. But we believe as a church and as a church of God, we believe that we are to be baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Pastor even pointed this out this morning that water baptism is important because it is a part of your discipleship. How many of you know discipleship is important? That the moment that you get saved, that is simply the beginning of your walk with Jesus Christ. It was not the be all, end all in that moment. Yes, you're saved. Yes, you're redeemed. Yes, you're going to heaven. But we are to grow and develop and become more like Jesus in our lives. Somebody say amen in the house. That is what discipleship is about. That's the point of that. That's the purpose of it. And baptism, specifically water baptism, is a vital aspect of your discipleship. In fact... When you talk about water baptism, really it is a baptism into the Trinity. It is a baptism of all of who God is, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. In that sense, baptism is a baptism into the life of God. How many of you want to be part of the life of God and what he has going on? Jesus even said this, that we would sit down with him on his throne in the end. And so when we are baptized, we are assuming part of our role and part of the life of God. But listen, baptism is more than just a ritual. It is a ritual. Absolutely, it is a ritual. But it is not some empty ritual. Somebody say amen. It is not a memorial. It is not a memorial. But there is a blessing that is attached to anything that we do in obedience to Jesus. How many of you know God blesses obedience? And whenever the Lord gives the command to be baptized as a part of identifying with him, he will bless your obedience. And I love how our church puts emphasis on baptism. I love how our church supports baptism. In fact, baptism is a historical thing. When we as a church body come together, like what we're doing tonight, and we have baptism and you are a witness of it, it's like you are having a stake in what's going on in the lives of every other believer. It, baptism is a way of identifying with Jesus Christ, but it's also a, a, a way in which we can participate in baptism where we are enacting history. This is nothing new. Believers have been baptized for the last 2,000 years. You are a part of a living history in the faith and of the family of God. 
And so whenever people are being baptized, we're standing in unison with everybody else who has ever been baptized before in history. You are becoming part of that historical thing. And this Christian baptism, it's meaningful because it's historical participation. Like I said earlier, it is an act of obedience. One man said this, he said, baptism is an outward expression of an inward work, an inward grace that's happened in your life. It's a, it's, it is a public display of what Jesus has done in your life. It is a reflection of the work that Jesus has done in your heart. It's a display of transformation. It's a display of surrender unto Christ. It signifies that you share in the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus. How many of you know when you get saved, there is newness of life? The old man has passed away. Now all things have become new. And as Jesus came forward up out of the grave, whenever you come up out of the water, you are coming up from the water. It signifies your newness of life. You are not who you used to be. Somebody say amen in the house. So in that sense, in baptism, the death, burial, and resurrection, everything that is important of the New Testament is there. It's all summarized in the baptism. You say, well, Joshua, what do you mean? The crucifixion is there, talking about the death. The resurrection is there whenever you come out. Uh, being implanted into Christ is there. Being chosen by the Father. Jesus, whenever he was being baptized in the Jordan and the heavenly Father spoke from heaven and said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Whenever you participate in baptism, you are going through the same kind of pleasing effect that the Father had. It also talks about being indwelt by the Holy Spirit just as Jesus was. And so just like during Jesus' baptism, when the Father spoke from heaven and he descended like a dove, baptism is a chance to indicate to all and ratify it all and show our commitment to Jesus Christ. It says, I identify with him and now I am making a public confession and commitment to him. How many of you are ready to do that tonight? I know we at least got 24 in the house ready to do it tonight. And I like it when churches give every person an opportunity to testify. Now, some people feel comfortable doing that during a time of baptism. Some don't. That's okay. But it also gives the church and the person a chance to tell exactly what has changed, how their life has changed, and it makes it meaningful. For many, the act of baptism, it's a defining moment. I remember when I got baptized as a kid, and whenever I got that certificate of my baptism, it means something to me to this day. And, and baptism helps establish the seriousness of one's conversion to Christ. So in doing it, there's remembrance there. There is obedience there. There's participation in the body of Christ is there. It's not an individual event. Baptism is a church event. It's the body of Christ event. The church in history, the history of Jesus Christ, all of the sacraments in some form or fashion are related to Jesus and the things that he commanded and the things that he personally did. So baptism is a way of saying that we are totally committed to Jesus Christ. We have entered into the life of Christ. We have entered into the history of Christ and we are publicly making a declaration, I am with him. Come on, somebody. How many of you are with the Lord tonight? So I want to make just a few more statements. Let me just say this. It's also for a way for the church 
to get to know those who are coming into and becoming a part of the church. You know, in the church of God, we simply ask this, do you publicly confess and testify that you know Jesus Christ and the full pardon of your sins? And if so, say yes, and of course they do. It's that public declaration. It's almost a test of sorts that we're saying that we're, we're, we're trying to see and testify, get them to testify if there are spiritual fruit that is being exhibited in that person's life. Now, I want to correct just a, very quickly a couple of things, if this is okay, where people get mixed up on baptism. There's some churches that want to equate baptism with salvation. They call it baptismal regeneration. That's basically just a big fancy term that says this, that by being baptized, you're saved. There's some churches that teach that. We do not teach that. There is nothing in Scripture that says going under H2O will cleanse you from sin. The only thing that will cleanse you from sin is the shed blood of Jesus Christ and that alone, period. Somebody say amen in the house. Peter even said this, that baptism is not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but it is the answer of a good conscience toward God. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 21. That's what baptism is about. But the physical act, that's not to say it's not important. It is important. Baptism is important. But the physical act of being baptized and the internal belief in Jesus don't have to be put off against each other. In fact, on the day of, of Pentecost, they, people believed and then they were actually baptized the same day. They made a public declaration and so doing, their internal belief and their external baptism had the same message. And the message was, I'm with Jesus. And that's what people are doing tonight. There's another thing we believe in, and you're going to experience it tonight. We believe in baptism by immersion. Baptism by immersion. Some denominations and places will teach, you know, getting sprinkled instead of being immersed. We do not believe that. But the idea is to identify with Christ's death. You don't bury people halfway. Come on. If you're going to identify with Jesus, you are buried and then you are raised to life. You're the undergoing part, which is symbolic, and the immersion is the standard, normal, typical thing that's went on for 2,000 years. That's what we believe. That's why we practice that. There's also some that baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, which is what we do, which is what we believe. Matthew chapter 28, pastor preached on that this morning. Some say that you have to be baptized in the name of the Lord according to the book of Acts. Some say baptized in the name of Jesus according to the book of Acts. People say, well, what formula, if you want to call it that, do we believe? We believe in being baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit because that's what Jesus said to do. Come on, somebody. So we recognize that God that in the Trinity is presented in all of the Scripture. That's why we baptize in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. So we are excited about those being baptized tonight. And I'm just going to ask, if you are being baptized tonight, would you raise your hand? Raise your hand tonight. Look at these hands that have gone up all over the place. Now, we know that there are at least 24 that have signed up. Now, maybe you showed up tonight and you said, well, Josh, I, I didn't sign up, but I brought my stuff. I want to be baptized. Can I be baptized? And the answer is absolutely yes. The water is fine and it's a good night to get in. Somebody say amen. So we want to encourage you. If you want to be baptized tonight, you're welcome to do so, even if you weren't on the list. But we're going to pray 
And then we're going to get right into tonight's events. Let's bow our heads. Father, we come to you in the strong and in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we are thankful for each and every life that is represented here tonight that's willing and ready to take that next step in their discipleship unto you, Lord. It's a way of identifying with you, and that's exactly what they want to do. And we are so excited for them. God, we're so proud of them, and we are looking forward to the life that's ahead for them in Jesus Christ. And the church said amen. At this time, Cassie King is going to come, and I think she has a whole bunch to baptize tonight. <laughs>